Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from So So Delay. Let me talk loud because, um, you know, the thing about it, I realize I talk very low and that's not good because, um, hey, it doesn't sound good. Anyhow, and there's so many residual other noises that are going on in my vehicle. This is going beep, beep. That's going tick, tick. That's going bang, bang. That's going squeaky, squeaky. You know, so anyhow, man, you know. Um, I was making a post, I deleted it, and I already got messed up anyhow. But I'm saying, you know, and I'm going to say it, religion is good. It's good to have a routine. Um, it's good to have a training or a practice or, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, just for example, with myself, I, I can't really use myself as an example. I don't really speak to people too much. The, um, I have like, uh, I don't really have a routine per se, but I have like a few little idioms that I subscribe to or certain beliefs that I kind of subscribe to or certain fears that I have that are parameters that I uh, function inside of, uh, limitations that I function inside of, um, egocentric uh, parameters that uh, keep me in uh, line, um, all these other little things. Um, mostly fear and ego. Those are like the two things, you know, um, at this point. Like one, one used to be pleasure. Pleasure, fear, and ego, but the pleasure part, you know, whatever, you know. Now, I, I, you know, gratefulness. Gratefulness is one of the new ones that I've adopted. Uh, you know, um, gratefulness, uh, fear, and ego. Those are the kind of the most. Those are the energies. There's three energies that I'm working off of, which is not necessarily a good example. Um, uh, morality, I would say, is part of ego. Is an egocentric expression, in my opinion. Um, I always got to remind you that I'm pessimistic, so you can't really subscribe to everything that I'm saying because the energy of it sometimes is not a positive energy. It might be a negative energy, okay? So I work in the parameters of fear, ego, um, uh, uh, what's the other one? Fear, ego, um, and there was another one that I can't even remember right now. Uh, fear, ego, and um, yeah, those are really the main ones. I can't forget what the other one that I just said. <laughs> Anyhow, um, those are not necessarily good energies. You know, fear is a low vibration energy. Um, I think the highest vibration energy is love, but you know, the, the more that we, um, there's always, you know, all of these things, you know, they all work together. Um, there's a time for, I think, you know, even the Bible and Ecclesiastes, they say there's a time for everything. There's a time to uh, be born. There's a time to die. There's a time to kill even, right? So, you know, I've, I've been listening to a lot of crime-related stories. And, you know, one, one thing that I have said before is that watching all these crime films and all this stuff, this fascination with crime like Dexter, I never watched Dexter. I never liked Dexter. I never liked... Breaking Bad. I never got into it, but I liked other crime shows like Scarface and um, uh, Paid in Full and um, Goodfellas and stuff like that. Some of them I couldn't really stomach. I couldn't really like, you know, I, I couldn't really watch all of Goodfellas. Some parts I had to look away. Some parts of Scarface I had to look away. Um, you know, I, I, I can't stand the gore. Dexter is like, I don't even care if he was targeting criminals supposedly i don't like that and then now we've translated that to 
you know, movies like Final Destination. I went to see Final Destination. Why are we so much interested in gory, bloody, violent films? Um, it's not, I don't think it's good for our temple. I don't think it's good for our, uh, our psyche. I don't think it's good for our mind. It's, I can't really stand it. I do like gangster movies, uh, but um, I can understand that they are wrong. You know, but anyhow, I still listen to a lot of crime stories. Used to listen to a lot of financial crime stories, but uh, yeah, maybe not even get back to those. Um, uh, you know, but um, white collar crime stories, I really like those too. Um, the violent crime stories, uh, they are entertaining, I'm sorry to say, unfortunately. Uh, but why are we so fascinated with these things? Uh, why are we so fascinated with outlaws? You know, um, recently, you know, we have people like Sam Bankman Freed and all these other crypto uh, crypto uh, CEOs and other um, other uh, what do you call them startup CEOs who have been arrested. Um, there's one guy who's running a, a Nikola, which is a car company. Uh, he's been found to be committing fraud. You got Sam Bankman Fried of FTX committing fraud. You have Elizabeth Holmes who just went to prison for committing fraud. We are looking up to these people. First, these people are like, you know, best under 30, richest under 30. And we're like, oh, this is such an inspiring story. This person is so smart, so intelligent. They've come up with a novel technology, a novel solution. And they, um, they're so great. They're so smart. And then later on, we find out that it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all fake. It's all uh, money laundering. It's all, it's all uh, you know, embezzlement, really, not money laundering. But it's all embellishment and theft and and, 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 and and trickery. You know, when we find that out now, then we're like, you know, what's what's real? You know, is this how you get ahead? This is how you become a millionaire? This is how you become successful by being a criminal? Why are there so many successful criminals? You know, that's the question that arises. Why are there so many successful criminals and they are... You know, they're getting notoriety, recognition, and all these things. Then again, we also have the rappers that are saying they sold drugs, they hurt people, they've, um, they've, 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 um, uh, they've pimped, they've uh, peddled drugs, they've um, stolen from people, they've killed people. You know, I don't know which one is the chicken or the egg. Anyhow, you can go back all the way to old times. We can go back to Richard Nixon. We can go back to uh, Prohibition. We can go back to, um, you know, I don't know. You know, you can go back as far as you can if you really look at history and study history and you see that, you know, they talk about the good old days and the good old times. Um, and then you really find out these good old people are really... You know, not all of them are necessarily good. Not all of them necessarily were doing the right thing. You know, the, some of these so-called heroes are really villains, and it's disheartening, and it um, gives the wrong impression that to become successful, you have to, or that successful people are are bad, or wealthy people are doing wrong. That's why people immediately, some, well, some people immediately sometimes associate people who are wealthy with misdeeds, wrongdoings, and all these things like that, you know, and then they think that, um, you know, being wealthy is wrong, or they believe that, um, 
these other things. So, you know, um, we're not setting a good example putting out these violent films. We're not setting a good example. Well, some of it is just news. Right? It's not necessarily that. I, I guess it's news, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe they need to mix it up in the news. Maybe the news needs to mix it up and tell some positive stories, some good stories about people also. Now, there's a person that's driving in front of me that is trying to agitate me right now. And I can understand why they're doing it, but I'm, I'm, I can't say that right now because, like I say, I don't want to deter any customers. Eventually, I'm going to reach a road that has two lanes and I'll be able to get around this person. But for the moment, they are trying to um, offend me by driving very slowly, um, driving 20 miles an hour. The speed limit here is 30 miles an hour. And it seems like what they're going to do is they're going to slow down now until the light turns red again. Okay, let's see if this is what they're going to do. Yes, that's exactly what he did. He slowed down and waited until the light turned red. Um, but anyhow, it's similar to the gentleman that I was in Starbucks the other day about to do a delivery. And he wanted someone to exercise his... Um, his anger and frustrations and authority or whatever authority he thought he had upon. So someone had parked in the handicapped parking spot. And um, I was there to pick up an Uber delivery. The person that there was that parked in the handicapped spot um, was uh, 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 um, had a um, what's the what's the competitor's name? Lift had a lift sticker in their window. So he came up to me and said, you drive Lyft? I said, no, I'm driving Uber. And he didn't hear what I said. I said, "Say, is that your car? I already told him that that's not my car. I said, no, I'm doing Uber. Um, so then um, he went away because he didn't have an excuse now to engage me or to cause me to respond or engage him in his negativity. Um, typically, typically, at his age and our location in New York City, you don't confront people regarding business that doesn't concern you. It's asking for trouble. But he wanted trouble. He wanted trouble. Because he got a parking spot. Some jerk parked in the handicapped parking spot. But even if a jerk parks in a handicapped parking spot, most people wouldn't encounter or challenge a person regarding that unless they wanted to engage them in some kind of confrontation. So he wanted an excuse to have an argument. Fortunately, you know, I'm not a person that parks in handicapped spots. Um, fortunately for me, and fortunately for him, fortunately mostly for me because, yeah, I wouldn't have won that. Whatever. I'm not going to elaborate. Anyhow, some people are looking for trouble. But, you know, these negative things that we're watching, these murders that we're watching on TV, these crimes we're listening to on TV, it's not, it's not putting out a right kind of energy. You know, we even have politicians... You know, commit, um, committing 
crimes and, and, and theft and, and lies and stuff like that. And it doesn't give people confidence in the system. It doesn't give people the confidence to continue to contribute in a positive way. I don't even know how I got to speaking about this, but um, anyhow, what I really wanted to say is that we need a routine. Let me go back. I'm, I'm, I'm confusion, right? We need a routine to keep us together, to keep our minds together. Now, when I'm on my routine, I feel like the world is together. When everything is working together, I feel like everything is together and I don't get confused and I don't get flustered. As soon as my routine gets knocked off, I get confused and I get flustered and I get all anxiety uh, prone and all of that good stuff, which is not how I should be. I should be more malleable, more adaptable, more flexible, more nomadic, more uh, dynamic, whatever you can say, you know, more, uh, more flexible in my uh, resolve, right? My ability to stand on my feet and keep my head together. In my opinion, religion helps you to do that. So, you know, I don't knock atheists. I got a few buddies that are atheists. At least three of them. I, I would say all three of them are successful. I don't really. I have a cousin that's an atheist. That's. <laughs> I have a cousin that's basically atheist too, but he's you know what I, I don't want to say he's not successful. You know what I'm saying? But anyhow, he's got his struggles going on. But most of the atheists that I know, they're they're materially, financially secure. You know, with the exception of maybe one. You know, um, and I just saw a meme the other day. I don't want to find it because when last time I tried to turn go to look at something, my recording stopped. Anyhow, but the meme basically said religion is seen as uh, strength for the uh, for the poor and viewed as weak to the rich. You know what I mean? So the more money you make, I guess the more you rely or believe in your own capabilities. You know, so. More resources you have, the more you think that um, you're the controller of your environment. Now, anyhow, you know what? I just said something that's wrong, that's misleading. Religion and um, being atheist are not—they don't even—they don't even necessarily coincide. Religion is just whatever you practice, like you go into the gym, making breakfast, making dinner, going to work, coming home. That's religion. Religion is a routine. Now, believing in a deity is totally something else. You can have a you can have a routine. You can have a philosophy that doesn't necessarily involve a deity. So let me let me kind of regroup in a second. I believe everybody is, is, needs to have a routine. I think it's helpful. Oh, that same guy who is antagonizing me, he's blocking other people right now. Anyhow, so the um, the routine, the routine, I guess, doesn't necessarily have to have a deity involved in it. But I think uh, everybody needs to have a sustainable routine. Like, what you're going to do, you know, like a game plan, you know. I, and religion helps you with that. Religion in the conventional sense of the word. Religion in conventional sense of the word with the deity in it. Don't necessarily have to have the deity in it, in my opinion. If you know, but the ones with the deities are already laid out. You don't really have, I don't think, the atheist would have to come out with a Bible, you know, the atheist Bible that just says, Hey, listen, um, you know, when somebody's mean to you, just let it go. 
or I guess you know kind of be uh, I don't know is Buddhism Buddhism the but all of these things have a person who is like well you don't pray to Buddha though no wait a minute Buddhists do pray to Buddha they say Buddha's name be praised so they give him honor as if he needs to be revered and respected so what about Hinduism well you gotta respect Shiva and all of the other you know Kali and all of them you have to you have to show them respect why is it that we can't have a routine without showing some mm, human or not necessarily human entity respect so we would have to go back to science then so science is trying to achieve it but science is so vast and wide and so technical and boring that it's, it's difficult to use science as a religion somewhat you know i think science is so um yeah science is so boring like it's, there's no story behind it like we're, we want to see some heroes we want to see the our enemies destroyed we want to see uh the good guys win i mean that's what i want to see i want to see the good guys win i want to see um i want to be promised that if i practice this i'm going to get the victory over my opponents over my what really I need to get victory over is over my own indiscipline and weakness. Anyhow, I'm really just freestyling right now, but religion is good. Having a routine is good. When I say a religion and a routine, it doesn't have to have a deity. But the ones where the deities are already laid out in a nice story format, nice fantastical storybook, fairy tale format that it's so much more fun to to read and taken versus you know just reading uh the law of thermodynamics the law of gravity Bernoulli's equation you know uh entropy uh you know all these different things you know biology whatever you know, physics biology chemistry um you know theoretical physics whatever etc mathematics someone would have to develop that in some kind of way and take away the person. We don't need to know who put it together. We don't need to know who to put it together because, listen, even in Christianity, you know, you're going to eventually encounter a pastor or priest or whatever, deacon, that's eventually going to tell you, you don't put your faith in man, you put your faith in God, which means you put your faith in the routine. You put your faith in the process. You don't put your faith in people. People don't conform to the process all the time. People deviate from the process all the time. People don't conform to the process. People know that, listen, A plus B is C, and they still do D instead. They still try to make D work, even though it's been proven empirically that A plus B equals C. They still try to put a D in there instead, just because what, for whatever multiple motivations they may be. Maybe they got mental illness. Maybe they're jealous. Maybe they're angry. Maybe they're, uh, they have addiction. Maybe they have a sickness. Maybe they're weak. Maybe they're deceived. Maybe they're... Um, misinformed, maybe they're misguided, maybe they're a gang member, maybe they're whatever the case may be. Somehow, instead of A plus B equals C, they want to put A plus B equals D. Okay, so you can't put your faith in people. You got to put your favor, favor in the, your faith in the science and in the process. So, you know, eventually, you know, you're going to encounter, if you go to church enough, they're going to say, listen, don't believe in people, believe in God. Believe in the process. Believe in the science. Right? So, anyhow, the ones with the gods in them are already laid out. That's how it's been laid out for years because we're coming all the way from an environment 
People just started learning how to read. People just started learning how to read in mass in like the 1800s. Before that, it was only the elites and the uh, only the elites and the and, 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 and only the elites could afford books up until you know like the, the I don't know call it the call it the 1400s or whatever you know what I mean those times like monks monks were basically forced to write books all the time like for, monks were the original copy machine monks were copying all the books and for you to buy a book for you to own a book you had to be rich so someone who has a library in their house was a rich person was a very rich person to have a library in their house you know what i mean and even when you think about egypt and they had the library of alexandria egypt is like one of the richest societies they had a whole bunch of books they're rich you know if you had a library in, you know anyhow i don't want to say that we're coming from a time when only rich people have books so if only rich people have books that means that most people couldn't read because only the wealthy could have access to those things. Now we all have access to reading, right? So reading for yourself is something new. So you couldn't really communicate the religion by saying, I'm going to hand out books to everybody. No, no, no. It was too expensive to do that. You know, nor, nor did, did the elites even want to give you a whole bunch of books anyway to teach you science and reading and mathematics. They were teaching those things to the princes and, the, and, and the whatever the case may be. So anyhow... Having a routine, figuring out the process. Come on, listen. Oh, um, I was just talking to my brother the other day. He had to do his taxes. He says, um, I asked him, how much does the how much does the tax preparer charge you to to do your taxes? And he told me some big wild number. I was like, oh my gosh, really? So he ended up just doing his taxes himself, right? So the difference between us and the guy who does the taxes is he understands it and he does it all the time. He reads it all the time. He knows the tax law and the tax code. It's something that you and I could do, but you know, we don't really necessarily want to do all of that. We don't want to read all of that. That's already his religion. He does it all the time. He does it all the time and has been doing it for years. He studied to do that. You know what I mean? So the difference between the poor man and the rich man at one point, you know, Sometimes it's how much training and knowledge and skills they have. You know what I mean? So anyhow, uh, why did I say that? Why did I say that is that maybe the elites back in them, those times didn't want people to have books anyway. They were the only ones that could afford books. But if they provided you with a book and then you could read the stories that they read, maybe, you know, maybe you wouldn't be so easily uh, uh, subscribing to their caste or feudalist system. Anyhow, I don't want to get too political. I'm trying not to at all the um difficult because nowadays everything is politicized soon enough we're gonna not even gonna ask somebody what day it is like you know how, how was your day today what do you mean by that oh my gosh you know what i mean there's already people like that anyway like oh, how was your day today oh, what do you mean by that you know some people already have like a bad pension like that anyway um but guess what you have a wonderful day i gotta do something very important y'all take care and, you know, it's good to have a routine. That way, you know, whenever something happens, you know what to do. I uh, hope this recorded because I'll use the Bluetooth. The Bluetooth is plugged in and the audio on it is terrible. But hopefully I talk loud enough. Um, it's good to have a routine. And the reason why I even spoke about that, because today I was feeling discombobulated. Like, I'm like, who am I? What am I doing? What's the purpose of all of this? I don't even know who. 
I don't know what what the way that I felt about myself last week is not the way I feel about myself right now. Like, who am I? But fortunately, I have a routine. I have somewhere to be. I have somewhere to go. I have something to do. So I just follow the routine until I find myself again. Until I find myself again, I just follow the routine. I trust the process. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye.